Welcome to Edwards Beyond the Test, a podcast that goes behind the scenes of the flight test mission at Edwards Air Force Base. I'm Dawn Waldman from the 412th Test Wing Public Affairs. Today, we're going to talk about space. No, not the great big outer space, but instead, we're talking about Edwards space. There is a special team within the 412th Civil Engineering Group that oversees the utilization of all buildings and land on the base. It is the Space Utilization and Management, and we have that team lead here to explain all things space on Edwards. And with that, a big welcome to Miss Michelle Birch. Michelle, thank you so much for taking our virtual meeting today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, Michelle, about two years ago, you became the team lead for space utilization and management. That is so awesome. Can you give us a brief overview of what you and your team are doing? And also, tell us about the Air Force instruction that covers this section. There's two of us that actually work the space request where we try to find available and useful space for our customers. Our customers are uh, base organizations, based agencies, it could be private orgs. The process actually starts when you make that initial contact with us. What we'll do is we'll send you a pre-visit questionnaire. And what that does, it allows us to kind of narrow down the type of space that you need. And then we go out with our tools to try to find that. The guidance that we use comes from uh, AFMAN 32-1084, standard facility requirements, but we'll also use other instructions that we'll find in the 32 series. Well, Michelle, as you know, Edwards is pretty big. It's the second largest base in the U.S. Air Force. Can you define for us, what is that space that you and your team manage? Yes, it is very large, very large, over 300,000 square feet. And so there are different types of facilities on base with different space. So the space that I'm speaking of, it refers to administrative space or even storage space. Okay, well, that explains that to us. Thank you. You know, what are some of the reasons why someone would need to make a change to how that space within a building is being used? There are many reasons, many different reasons. So let's say that there's a new program or a new mission that's going to come to the base. Uh, There's a particular building that this program or mission needs, but somebody is already occupying it we have to relocate the current tenants of that particular building to another location. Uh, It may be because we have to find a location for organizations that have increased manning. So we have new growth there. Sometimes they're sitting on top of each other. So we have to find another location for that particular mission. Uh, It also can be for temporary programs that will come in for a few months. And so we need swing space. That's on one spectrum on the other side. Again, there may be a need for temporary space to uh, store equipment, uh, furniture. Uh, We try to be very flexible in the type of space that we, we need to give. Well, I think one good example currently underway is for the need for temporary space is the renovation happening at Building 1. It was built back in the mid-1950s, and over the years it's had some spot work, but now it needs a top-to-bottom renovation. And this means everyone and everything inside has had to relocate. Michelle, that's no small task, so when did you start working on this? And can you tell us the process of finding that space for not only the workforce, but for the furniture and boxes and equipment and so on? Well, fortunately, in this particular case, the project manager was very proactive and had a uh, had an ident- had a building had facilities already in mind. So basically, we came in 
and ran the numbers to make sure that the space would suit them. It wasn't too much or it wasn't too little. And then at a later point in time, uh, the request came to, once that move started taking place, the renovations and you know, you're moving people out, there was a request to uh, find a spot for the, their storage of their equipment and their furniture. And we were able to do that. So early communication made the biggest difference. So does the space utilization and management team make the decisions about the projects? In other words, what happens after the scouting program identifies the space and the need? And that's exactly just what we do. We just identify space team, identify the space that's available. But with the assignment of the space, that will come through the real property office. But the process to get it to that point is that we go through a coordinated vetting process where the determination and the approval comes from our wing commander at the facility board. Well, Michelle, I got to bring this up. I can't help it. Over the years, I, I, I've noticed that the mere mention that your team is paying a visit to a building can bring about emotional experiences for people. Have you also noticed this? Yes. You know, spaces can be very personal. And I remember years, uh, years ago when I would walk a space with my predecessor, in some cases, when they saw us coming, it had the look of, why are you here? What do you want? You know, and, I, and we get that. But our goal is to see uh, what's out there that might help another, uh, another unit that may actually need that space. And sometimes we're just checking. So we're not always out to see what you have and so we can take it away from you. It's always a big picture that we're looking at. So um, we also want to make sure that we're utilizing the space and we're optimizing that space effectively. So it's it's safe to say you're here to help. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, when all is said and done, what are the benefits to the base of having space utilization and management? Hopefully, uh, we're able to support the different efforts in a timely manner because we don't want to have any disruptions to the mission. But on a larger scale, we also have to, as I had mentioned before, make sure that the space is being utilized and optimized efficiently. Well, Michelle, at the top of the program, I thank you for joining this virtual meeting. And yes, we're still amid COVID. Um, and that makes me wonder, how are you and your space utilization and management team able to perform your work during COVID? You know, we still we still do it because even with the different work schedules, it may take some time to make all the pieces come together and connect. But with the technology that's out there and uh, teleworking and being in the office, we we try to make it happen. I think that's what we're still doing. That's awesome. You know, you've said uh, throughout this portion of the program that you, you want organizations to call you early in the planning stages. And that's really important to the success of your work. You want to talk about that a little more? Yes. So if you bring the space in or the space team in early, it really can help self save time and resources. Simply because you may see a facility that looks vacant on base that might be planned for something else. So if you'd contact us first, we can let you know the status of that particular building. So we just ask that it's clear, it's early, and so we can avoid any mishaps. One thing that is abundant at Edwards is space, lots of space between here and there. We'll explain that in just a moment. Welcome back to Edwards Beyond the Test. Our guest is Miss Michelle Birch, who is the lead for the Space Utilization and Management Team at the 412th Civil Engineering Group. 
So, Michelle, you've held your current position for the past two years, and when we previously spoke, you shared with me how you worked your way up with NCE when you first came here beginning in office administration. Can you expand on that a little more for us? Yes, I can. I, I came to CE in 2009 from Shreveport, Louisiana, came in as a secretary, uh, worked in what I think we would call like our modern day orderly room. Within 10 months, I was promoted to a program analyst, uh, management analyst. After six years, I was reassigned as a realty specialist. Two years later, I was promoted to my current position. Oh, that's awesome. And by the way, before you came to Edwards, you served in the Air Force. And while you are a native of Los Angeles, you never were stationed in California while you were in active duty. That's correct. You know, it's been 17 years since I retired from the Air Force. My career began as a 702C shred out, which was orderly room at Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi, Mississippi. I did a remote tour to Florence Air Base, Belgium, and then a follow on to Hickam Air Base in Hawaii. So when I uh, left Hawaii, I retrained into the paralegal career field and was assigned to Cannon at, um, where is that? That's in New Mexico, yes. Uh, next, it was off to Europe. I uh, went to Spain, Dahlem, and then I returned back to the United States at Barksdale for a space in Bossier City, Louisiana. That was quite a career. That's really interesting. You know, I enjoyed previously hearing the story you told me about the first time you ever came out to Edwards. It was not work-related, but more on a personal note. Do you mind sharing that with us? Uh, at the time, it was 1996, and I was stationed in Germany. I had been deployed there to be a part of the stabilization force under Operation Joint Guard. And within the first week that I arrived, I received a Red Cross notification that one of my older brothers had died. I was informed by the Red Cross office there that I needed to get in contact with Edwards Red Cross office because my parents lived in the San Fernando Valley area and that was the closest base to them. So on the day that we're traveling out to Edwards to pick up my tickets, we're driving across the um, the lake bed and my father, I, I have my parents with me and my father, he's looking around and he's looking at me and he's looking around and he says, daughter, there's nothing but dirt as far as the eyes can see. And I said, I know, Daddy, I, this is my first time out here. So once we actually get to the gate, uh, and at that time, I believe it was like a single shack, we uh, we travel again. And he's looking at me because he doesn't see anything for, for a minute or so. And then when he sees trailers, he says, is this it? And I said, uh, I hope not, but we'll see. So when I think about that, you know, that was over 23 years ago, and it was a great experience. And there's still that long drive through the Western Gate like that. It's very interesting, you know. And we have all that space between the base and the rest of civil civilization, and that's something you really enjoy, isn't it? You know, I really do. I, I appreciate being out here. I'm still close to my family. I've made some amazing friendships, and I don't mind the drive because I'm not so far that I can't go visit and go where I need to go. So I may be one of the strange ones, but I do enjoy being out here. I like the vastness of the land. Well, Michelle, something else you enjoy is singing. And you have been blessed with such a beautiful voice. Myself and hundreds of others on Edwards have had the opportunity to hear you sing at ceremonies from time to time where you sing our national anthem. And thank you for that beautiful voice you have. Thank you. I consider my ability to sing as a, a blessing and a gift from God. And 
especially if I'm when I'm requested to sing at different events. Um, I don't take it lightly, and I appreciate being able to to share. So, Michelle, before you go today, is there anything else that you would like to add? And I'm thinking about it, and what comes to mind is that all those spaces, a team of two, it's a really much larger machine that works within CE. I have learned, and I believe that CE is a big part of this mission here at Edwards. Uh, from the beginning to the end, when a person requests space, there is some office or branch or group within the CE compound that has a part in the success of that. So it takes, I believe it takes, you know, it's a big effort. It's not just our little team here, but it, it takes a huge effort and it's all hands on deck, you know, to accomplish the work. So, Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and to tell us about space utilization and management here at Edwards. But before you leave, can you tell us what it means to you to work here at the Center of the Aerospace Testing Universe? You know, Don, I, I truly enjoy being here at Edwards, and I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of this mission. I work alongside some amazing professionals across the base who take pride in the work that they do, and knowing that I work on a team uh, that contributes to the success, it's, uh, whether it's great or small, is very meaningful. Another thought is that some may consider being here at Edwards as uh, difficult because of its location, but I truly believe that you, it's the attitude that you bring to the table that will either make or break your experience here. So I just wanna say thank you for this opportunity to share my story. Many thanks to today's guest, Ms. Michelle Birch, for taking time to share her story and taking us beyond the test. Thanks to all for joining us. I'm Dawn Waldman for Edwards Beyond the Test.